1: of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd wherever podcasts are available.
2: I feel, I do feel like a square a lot of the time especially right now that I'm dressed like one of the Von Trapp children. Normally, normally I'm wearing like jeans and a t-shirt almost every day but this is like literally the I did, is this not like the play clothes that maria yes. made for the children <laughs> out of curtains I'm ducking
0: out you're ducking out let's dike out together see what it's all about
2: Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, the Thelma and Louise of podcasts. If <laughs> Thelma and Louise were gay and funny, and if they were running away from the patriarchy instead of the murder they committed, I'm Carolyn Berchier. <laughs> and I'm Sarah York. Turns out we're nothing like Thelma and Louise. No,
1: we are not going to drive a car off the cliff at the end, and... Sometimes I want to. I know. <laughs> and we're actually gay instead of, like, hmm questionably gay like Thelma and Louise they should have been I I... find to be one of the queerest movies of all time
2: yeah I think if you enter (laughs) a suicide pact with a (laughs) well it wasn't even a suicide it was just like they were both on the same page like that's how yeah they really
1: communicated wordlessly in that last scene they're like we're just gonna gun it yeah let's just do it anyway
2: uh, today, we're talking out with Lise Valturo about Rebounds. Uh, Lise performs indie music under the name Pronoun. Her album, I'll Show You Stronger, is out now. And uh, the lead singer of Dashboard Confessional called it one of the best new emo albums. And that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That was
3: awesome. Right? That was great. Yeah.
2: Were you like a fan of yes, his growing very up? very much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I cannot imagine. Can you imagine? No, like, I can't. He stayed like, with him in
3: Nashville. Like, he oh, stayed really? Stayed at his house. Like, he oh, came to the awesome. show. He brought his friends. I hung out with him last week, and he was in New York. It's like very, nice. like, yeah, oh. it's awesome. That's
2: so cool. <laughs> yeah, that was that really so cool. cool. That's like next step for me and uh, Janine Garofalo is just like hang out with her.
1: Exactly. I just want to get on like a really comfortable level with Janine. I mean, she like already. Yeah sort of recognize like we have talked and stuff before yeah. like in public but it's like very i just want like that one step further of like going to brunch with her or something
2: i avoided a catastrophe uh by not calling her when i was doing shrooms in portland
1: oh my god
2: because at the time i did was you almost call to- her i did <laughs> What? i did <laughs>
1: like her number was queued up in your phone
2: no, it wasn't that close. Okay, it, because like when you're when you're on I did shrooms for the first time mm-hmm. in Portland, and um, there's like a million things on your mind at once, and then you kind of decide like what you want to share and what you don't want to share. And I kept having this thought that was just don't call Janine Garofalo, and I don't know <laughs> why. Like that was the thought. Don't call Janine. Just don't call her. I love that. Don't call her. But I was like thinking like <laughs> oh, like what a great person. Yeah. What a great person. And I'm like, don't call her. And then I finally verbalized that. And then my friend is like, I don't know, maybe you should. No, your <laughs> friend should have taken your phone. Yeah. yeah. Just in
1: case. Like, you never know. He
2: knew. But he was also like a big fan of Janine. So he's like, yeah. And, and then he was like saying nice things about her. And then I was like, oh, you know, I bet she would really appreciate knowing that people are thinking of her fondly right, right now.
1: While they're having like a fun shroom trip in Portland. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like it might be kind of silly to her. But then I was like, no, absolutely not. Uh, no. And I didn't. And I'm so glad. And that I'm was, so glad I'm too. very proud of myself. For yeah. That I'm, I'm
1: happy that you didn't call Janine Garofalo
2: while I know. you were high
1: on shrooms. It
2: really would have ruined the relationship. I think
1: so. Yeah. Because yeah. where I
2: left it with her, oh, well. Was her telling me I'm perfect? But that oh my god! See, that's when you gotta leave it on a high note. That would (laughs) have ruined it. (laughs) Ruined it. That's great. Okay. A couple of quick announcements. We have well, just one announcement. Our next show at Stonewall is July 29th, and our lineup is full of past guests, one future guest. Uh, We have Mindy Raff from our. well, the poly, Not polyamory, the pansexual, pansexuality yes. episode. Uh, Katie Ellen Humphreys from Long Distance Relationships. Gina Bloom, who's coming in town from L.A., and she'll be a future guest on the podcast. Uh, Juan Chico Eke from our Friendship episode. Yeah. And Sabrina Wu from our Queer in High School episode. So it's a great lineup. And then we also have Alison Pontier, who's going to play some tunes at the end uh, while also reminding... Me and Sarah, how painfully uncool we were at her age. Correct. Yes, <laughs> yes. that is exactly what's going to happen. It's. I am
1: both uncool and old.
2: Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, I I love her so much, yeah. even though she brings out those feelings yeah. for me <laughs> every time I see her. She's great. She is great. She's so funny. Um. Okay, so speaking of of music and past guests, we went to the Sir Baby Girl concert. Oh my at god. Elsewhere.
3: It was so good. Elsewhere
2: is such a cool spot. Have you performed there before?
3: I right? have. I had like my, my friend owns it actually. Right? Oh really? It's a ah, cool yeah. venue. I know. So okay. it's awesome. Um, and I saw all the social media posts about that. That's why when you brought up yeah. Sir Baby Girl, I was like, wait, I just saw a bunch of stuff about her. Yeah, so that yeah. venue was rad and it could it's not so have great. been on like the night
1: happened to be one of those like Instagram explosion sunset nights. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like literally the most beautiful yeah. environment ever. Yeah. It was amazing uh and she uh, she puts on the fucking best show it was a blast like the crowd was having such a great time yeah. it was so amazing a couple of listeners were there that said hello to us and that was awesome that
2: was fun yeah it wasn't too hot
1: no it was well i'm always too <laughs> I'm always extremely uncomfortable but once the sun went down it was great
2: yeah I thought it was great I, elsewhere is also cool because they offer like drinks in a coconut shell which yeah. like th- doesn't sound like a cool thing but it was <laughs> unexpected and like Cecilia uh, you know doesn't drink alcohol so the fact that I could be like oh but here's like coconut water in a coconut and now you can feel oh, you like part cool. of it. you're having fun <laughs> too yeah you know? I love that
1: I was just like double fisting Modellos like a fucking degenerate
2: <laughs> yeah <but. laughs> Uh yeah that was so much fun and then she fulfilled her promise of she said if the it sold out she would sing uh Defying Gravity nice. and
1: <laughs> yeah uh
2: that was as was great as i thought it would amazing. be amazing yeah. yeah
1: i don't know much about broadway but i yeah. knew it was a broadway song cuz like the way she was singing it so i but you've seen and I was wicked like, i've seen it i just don't remember any songs yeah. uh but uh, I, I i was like <laughs> i was like hey carolyn is this from what's this from and you were like it's from wicked yeah with this look on her face like do you really not know this basic pop cultural like thing yeah
2: uh and then she also did another cover which i wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. and i loved so much of um malibu by hole Oh, that's right. That and I just haven't listened to that song in forever. Yeah. So like, what a nice treat when someone plays a song that you like yeah. years ago and kind you, of like, forgot it exists. Yeah. 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 I forgot it existed. And then once she like got into it, I was like, Oh, I know all the words to this. Yes. <laughs> this is wonderful. And of course like her original songs are yeah,
1: amazing. Fucking great.
2: So that was, that was a fun time.
1: Everyone go stream her album yeah. called crush on me. It's fantastic.
2: It's great. Um, Speaking of music as well, so last night I did this show called uh, Hail Mary, Our Queer Saints. Okay. And you were supposed to pick somebody who you think should be uh, given, like, queer
3: sainthood. Like, anointed.
2: Uh, yeah, anointed. Yeah. Who would make- be an
3: example of someone that's already been anointed?
2: Um, So, they... I mean, like I think maybe did probably like share. I would imagine. I would say yeah, like a share. Beyonce maybe. Beyonce, yeah, Yeah. like Judy Garland. I don't know if anybody has done Judy Garland. Yeah, yeah. I was going to, but then I was like, this might be too much of a challenge to make funny because the end of her life was like very sad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) It was quite much like many of our icons. (laughs) Sad demise. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, and, and like, you know, you could, they didn't give you really any, any guidelines for this. It was just like, you have 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and like do a PowerPoint. So I spent all day putting together this PowerPoint, um, on Madonna and everybody else did like, like my mom who's ridiculous and someone else did like Furbies. So I took the 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 assignment very seriously. Yeah, of course. But what I learned, which I like, I kind of knew, is just like younger people don't care about Madonna. That's
1: mm-hmm. a that's they a tough pill to care. swallow. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. it is sometimes
3: obvious depending on the room that you're like, oh wait, these kids yeah. don't give a shit. If you weren't there when it was all happening, like actively, it's kind of hard to like.
1: Yeah, I mean, even I'm like, st- I'm 33, and I still feel like I missed. I missed a lot of, like, you know, as it was happening. I was technically alive, but I was, like, a child when she was, you know. But still growing up on that music, though, you know?
2: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, she didn't have... For as big as she was, she's never had, like, super mass appeal, right? She's never been, like, Beyonce or anything Mm -hmm. where, like... Like, some of her songs, maybe, and, like, from Mm -hmm. the 80s and, like, Like a Prayer and stuff, but, like... She's had so much music, yeah since then, and so much great music and uh there there is this like divide between gay fans of like Lady Gaga and Madonna, and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, and they don't understand that like Madonna's the source material for right. a lot of Lady right Gaga, right, you know uh and Anyway, so I I'm like thinking like big reveal. This is going to be awesome. This yeah. is a queer <laughs> show during Pride. I'm do doing this Madonna. Whole
1: PowerPoint on Madonna. It. Oh my god. It was I like love that.
2: tepid applause when I announced <laughs> I was Madonna, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> I I'd never been like so proud of a PowerPoint presentation that I put together. Uh,
1: that sounds a lot because I imagine you've put together a lot of PowerPoint presentations in the I course have. of your life. Yeah, I have,
2: and I thought one of the best ones was. Uh, for queer film theory when I did the My Girl yes, presentation that proving that My Girl's a gay movie uh, <laughs> and, and I was holding on to that but like this Madonna one it, it could be tweaked but it had its like I put up a picture of Lordis and like nobody knew who Lourdes was which mm-hmm. I can tell do you not know it's her know, daughter it's her daughter yeah okay, okay. I know that Okay. okay.
1: Yeah. Lordis's friends were probably in the crowd like ugh Who is this lady talking about my friend's mom? (laughs) My friend's mom, Madonna. We're just here trying to get some fucking ketamine. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) And this fucking grandma's on stage lecturing us about Madonna.
2: (laughs) Honestly, like 98% chance... That that was the case. Yeah, they're like actively in a group
1: chat with Lourdes. Like we know who she is. Yeah,
2: like there was no reaction until like I made a joke about her high school, and then everyone was like woo, and I'm like, did you guys go to high school? (laughs) Did you guys woo high school? (laughs) Did you all go to Laguardia School for the Performing Arts? (laughs) Oh
1: my god. Yes, and they graduated two years ago. And then
2: I thought I made a really funny joke where. uh I said that she was uh, that Lourdes was in the performance there of Grease, where she played Stalker Channing, and like two people got it. I'm like, who is this crowd? Who is this crowd? Does nobody know who Stalker Channing is? Any Stalker Channing stands in the house? Wait, you don't know
1: who that Stalker Channing? Oh yes, you do. Man, were he, you an audience last Yeah. Day? So <laughs> she played uh, in the in the in the John Travolta Grease movie. She played Rizzo. Oh,
2: okay. She's Rizzo from yeah. Greece. Yeah, 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 she, and. Which, she's also um,
1: in one of the most iconic films of all time, First Wives Club. She's in the first act, and she's in the inciting incident when, in which she kills herself at the beginning. Anyway, she plays a she's very She's on the West Wing. Dramatic, Yeah. Like, you know, she's like... she could, I mean, she can play anything. She has range. But, yeah, I've always enjoyed her in roles where she plays, like, a, an upset rich lady.
2: Yeah. Honestly... The only reason I made that joke was because I forgot the name of Rizzo, and oh, okay. I could only think of Stocker Channing.
1: <laughs> if you had done that in front of a crowd of gay men, they would have flipped the fuck out for Stalker
2: Channing. Gay so, men of
1: a certain, like, you yes. know,
2: 29 and up. Uh, 32 and up. I, I think it, it needs to to go older. I don't know. I I, don't,
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean. Gay men in their late 30s would have, like, started crying. Everyone loves Stalker Channing.
2: The presentation was fine. It had its moments. People liked it. This British couple came up afterwards and said it was, like, their favorite one, and that made me feel better. But Mm -hmm. I was like, had this been a crowd of, like, 40 and up gay men exclusively, they would have carried me out What was the demographic? You would
3: have been their new queen. Wait, what (laughs) what was the demographic, like, in the crowd?
2: It it was definitely... I mean, it's Brooklyn, so... I would yeah. say, yeah, younger, uh, under 30 yeah. mix of, uh, gay men. And I mean, all, everybody's of like queer, queer women, now, so but like also yeah. a lot of women that I, if I had to guess, mm-hmm. if, you know, who knows, but right. they are straight, straight um, presenting. Yeah. Yeah. And I did a, I did a pride show the other night where I went in with like all my like gay material because I'm like, oh, it's a pride show during pride. So I better have this be like super gay. And then it was all straight women in the audience and like one gay guy without a shirt on. i yeah. like, why?
1: I truly like, I'm overwhelmed by the number of straight people that are like going out and having fun this weekend. Like the, the or just nerve. in general, the nerve. Yeah. 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 Like, yes. It's like everyday you life. Right. Just, like sit what this one doing? out. <laughs> okay. Like if I have to wait in line for a drink behind a straight couple and like the girl's like rubbing her boyfriend's back, I'm literally going to s- fucking scream. <laughs> I should be able to cut you in line. But Just for I, this
3: one weekend, I think so. I think so. Absolutely, yeah.
2: yeah. Or
1: I, you know, the whole month of June or whatever. Yeah,
2: I think that if we see a guy with his hand in the back pocket of his girlfriend's shorts, we should be able to cut that hand off. I <laughs> know yeah. yeah. it's a little extreme, but I
1: feel this is the loaf of bread in Aladdin. I'm going to cut your hand off.
2: They will never learn. They will never learn unless we cut learn their
1: hands off. extreme. You have to. Do, you have to do something extreme right away, and then
2: they'll figure it out. Oh, God. All this pride stuff has been very overwhelming. Yes, I'm extremely overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm excited for it to end, and then I don't have to, like, fight as much for attention. Yeah. <laughs> right now I have to share it with all the other gays. <laughs> oh, that's great. Let me have this be my thing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird, what a sad life for me. Uh, no, it's fine. So uh, there's the Dyke March is going on later today so you get a sense of when we're recording this because mm-hmm. right now when you're listening to this i'm in peru um with cecilia and nice. i'm excited about that so uh the dyke march and then tomorrow's the pride parade which i will not be going to i will not be attending either are you going <laughs> no yeah. No. It's too much, right? Crowds. Yeah. I don't
3: know I s I don't know any gay you don't people like who are crowds. going I just don't like any crowds at all. Yeah. So yeah I like yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you. That's I almost go out of my crowd. way to like
3: stay inside. Well thing about pride, like it's that. like
1: all queer people have anxiety. So yeah. you can't expect all of us to go to this. Yeah. It's mostly straight people and corporate floats. So yeah. yes. I hope they have a good time. Yeah.
2: So there's the reclaim pride parade, which is like the one that's kind of going in the opposite direction direction oh, okay. during the regular pride parade oh, I heard about that's this. supposed to it's basically like the dyke march but not just for dykes okay. it's like a more inclusive yeah. dyke march that's um, more like political and no cops and no mm-hmm. corporate sponsors um, Cecilia and I did model shirts for Michael Kors yep. and uh, Michael Kors a gay man and the proceeds went to uh, a gay yeah. charity so Speaking I felt fine Speaking of going about against that. the grain yeah. and fucking cor- corporate <laughs> Yeah. Sponsors. <laughs> for that, for that, I felt fine. Yeah. Um, course. but there was an opportunity to walk in the parade with Cecilia's unnamed employer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, no, uh, like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And there's one, if, if there was like a cool float, maybe, yeah. but, but yeah. like, like there's not even a float. There's like, not even a float for no. them. Really? Yeah. So they just walk. There I should mean, be like some sort of
1: hovering float. Like there should be new technology.
2: I know they did give rainbow socks shirt like all this swag to all the people who were going to be yeah. walking. And even though we're we're not doing it, Cecilia got the swag anyway. That's all. That's but that's the whole point is to get the free merch. Yeah, get, get the fun. merch. Yeah,
1: I just wish that all these corporations that have that are like so you know splattering rainbows all over yeah. all their shit would just post like a detailed explanation of their family leave packages for. LGBT employees and yeah. I don't know maybe how many LGBT people are in your fucking C-suite because I'm sure there are zero yeah,
2: yeah. And uh, your, uh, healthcare how G- many
1: of your yeah like h- on your board of directors how many you know yeah.
2: Do you cover um like Do you, trans, you cover transition? Like, yeah. Do you cover like all yeah. these things
1: for trans people? Yeah. Do you cover uh fertility treatments for same sex couples? Do you cover surrogate payment or yep. surrogate, you know, programs for yeah. men? These should cetera? be the requirements. Yeah, I would to be love to see that to... fucking Capital One. Like hey, sorry.
2: Right. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, Cecilia walked by Capital One today and said it looked like a circus that it was um, just. Um did like... you
1: see that someone tweeted? So some guy tweeted uh, a photo of the Capital One in Union Square that Mm-hmm. That's probably the one that she's talking. About, I think that's it's like, the one. Yeah, literally, it looks like Vegas, like rainbow neon. Yeah, oh and then
2: yep, that's the one with the
1: caption: Taylor Swift's new apartment is amazing. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's hilarious. Isn't that, I literally like howled laughing. I think when I, I saw it. that. Actually, it's a funny tweet. It kind of like went pretty. I think it went like viral, but it's yeah. like the that's funniest tweet. And perfect. I was so mad at myself for not being yeah. the one to tweet that because that yeah. is like the That's funniest amazing. shit I've ever seen.
2: That's perfect. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> now, so, so we got kind of nervous because they uh, they told us like they were going to post the pictures from the shoot this week for Michael Kors and... Uh, they posted like a different couple or two every day, and the hateful comments on them. And we got a little bit of that really last year with the Vanity Fair Dyke March photo. But uh, yeah, just like a lot of people doing like vomit face emojis, and like also, I mean, my for Michael Kors,
1: like are these Michael Kors fans who are now turned off from their designer clothing? Like
2: I don't really? know how many of them are.
3: It's not are like you bots. did a fucking ad
1: for Cabela's or something. Like this is.
2: It,
3: it was like against
1: the yeah, idea, against, or it was
3: against against like all, the, for all it. the all the
2: couples. Yeah, against like having any type wow. of like promotion. So it was like the
1: comments under the
2: yeah, yeah. It was just like uh, homophobes and like homophobic yeah. bots, and okay. they were they're like we follow Michael Kors for fashions, not for political statements. I was like, one, it's not a political statement. Like these are just people in love. Yeah, like the how, and also Michael Kors fashion, is a gay man.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. also like. Everything in fashion is somehow tangentially related to the queer community. Like, yes. who do you think is creating all
2: this yeah. shit? I know. I didn't want to, like, reply to any of them, but there there was one that, like, was so ridiculous. And I'm like, if it wasn't for gay people in fashion, everything would be just, like, camouflage cargo shorts. Yeah. Yes. And, Very true. And, like everything yeah exactly <laughs>
1: like go back to Coles.
2: yeah
1: oh, god straight people are fucking boring
2: i'm sorry i'm so over it yeah it was <laughs> it was sucky to to see that so i was like oh this is kind of important then that like michael kors is yeah. you know being like extra yeah. visible and um letting people know and, and being like we don't care if you guys are making vomit face emojis we're gonna keep like posting all this gay yeah. shit uh, go where someone else's yeah, clothing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then another past guest of ours, uh, Diane Chen, posted about an ad they did mm-hmm. for Pantene Pro-V, And Alex Berg was in the ad too. It was kind of cool to yeah. see them both. And they posted about how, uh, you know, it It was cool in theory but then while making it while on set they were being misgendered and mm-hmm. when they corrected people mm-hmm. about their pronouns people were getting very defensive and i don't know that that yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't a good experience so yeah. you're shooting this thing for for pride and you're not really understanding and in in the video it's Diane and something that says, because I'm not, I'm non-binary, like, right. So they, like, so someone so at some point yeah. knows what
1: this is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Everybody knows Well, It's not just sort of a perfect
1: microcosm is. of corporate involvement and pride anyway. It's like, yeah. it's, it's pure optics, but there, there's nothing like below the surface. They don't address anything. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you should be, if you're going to film some sort of video or have a photo shoot or something, you should educate everyone below the line, everybody on set, every fucking yeah. PA, everyone needs to know, people's preferred pronouns and it's not that fucking hard. Like that's most of it right there. Just like do the basic work. If you know what, like I know what kind of fucking bottled water Kathy Griffin likes because I worked on a set where she was on it. I should know someone's fucking pronouns too if I'm working on a set, if you're a photographer, if you're a PA, if you're a director, if you're... Any anyone, uh, the, the grips, like, everyone should know that. There's no excuse for that. Yeah. And that gets so overlooked in all these things, and that's just a perfect example of it. Yeah. That's, that's bullshit, and that's why I think all of this, like, you know, sort of showy, like, corporate stuff is so, it's just so disenchanting, because we know exactly what's going on behind the scenes, yeah. which is garbage.
2: Yeah. Speaking of pronouns, pronoun, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you, before we get to our topic of rebounds, can you talk a little bit about how you started performing under the name Pronoun?
3: Yeah. Um, it's not, it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting story, but I, I I originally, yeah, I originally was going to call myself monocopsis, which is one of those words that it's like, um, words that exist for feelings that like you didn't know exist or like something Mm like that. Um, and monocopsis is the subtle but constant feeling of being out of place which I thought was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had like, just gone through this breakup. I just like made my first song, and I was like, whoa, I can't believe I made a song. And it was at my day job, and I was like, I'm going to claim all my social accounts and like make sure I have everything in order. And my old coworker um, and good friend called me up and was like, what you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm making my social accounts for my band. And she's like, what? You have a band? And I was like, yeah, I just started one, so... Um, and she's like, "Oh, cool! What's it called?" And I was like, Monocopsis. And she's like, "You cannot name yourself that. What is that? Like, how do you?" Sp-? She's like, "How do you spell it?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah." I and on, let me look it up. Yeah, i like shit. And so, um, I was like, "Well, I'm like on a roll right now. Like, I just made my first song. I'm I'm claiming my social accounts. So you have 30 minutes to call me back with a better name." And she called me back and said, "What about pronoun?" And her. The way this story kind of gets a little more interesting, too, is her husband at the time suggested it, and they broke up. Mm -hmm. He ended up being my roommate, like, way after the fact, like, of all of that. So whenever he's, like, not putting away his dishes or something, I'm like, he named you, he named you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I always also forget. Um, And I typed it out, and I put it on all lowercase, and I liked that better, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna do that. And, like, I learned so... I've learned so much afterwards. I feel like, I guess it wasn't even... Realizing it wasn't even like brought up that much in like the general outside of the community at all, like until recently, I feel like everyone's talking about it now. And like, um, I think it's great. I think it's great when people bring it up like outside of our community and start asking about it because they know what it is. Yeah, kind of. They're Mm -hmm. like, "Oh, like, do you identify?" And then you're just like, "Oh no, I'm she, her." And they're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. I mean, I I luck out. I find some pretty great people, I guess. (laughs) But yeah. But um, but yeah. So that's how like the name came about. So,
2: well, one interesting thing uh, because you were interviewed for Billboard mm-hmm. and uh, we're talking about that, and how once you'd given yourself that name, like then that spurred kind of like forcing you to have almost more discussions about it and thinking about it more. And that's how I feel about dyking out Mm -hmm. is that we're like, here are two lesbians. We're going to make a podcast. And like, we know like everything there is to know about lesbianism and (laughs) like gay (laughs) stuff. Professional lesbians. Yeah. 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 And I realized like how much stuff I'd never just sat down and thought about until I had conversations with different people and getting different perspectives and like even in our first episode um, I was like mocking a lesbian porn where like a woman is performing oral sex on a dildo and mm-hmm. I'm like no lesbians will ever do that and someone's like some some do yeah and I was like oh yeah, I guess my experience isn't mythic. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
3: So people do everything, man. Yeah, yeah. People
2: do everything, and why would yeah. I like mock that or make it seem like there's? Like, We've grown anyone. a lot. We've grown so <laughs> much. Process. Oh my gosh, our our listeners <laughs> we really were have. like, uh. Our think? listeners
1: have done a very good job of checking the fuck out of us via email and social media.
2: We love it. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, it's been a, a growing experience. Mm. So, speaking of growing, rebound. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Sarah was so excited Holy for this. Holy shit. I know. My are eyes nervous?
1: Up. <laughs> are you excited or are you nervous? I'm, I'm both, which I think is going to be, I think is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I have a lot of experience in this world with rebounds, both as the rebounder, like the person doing the rebounding, and the reboundee, I guess, the person who someone is actively rebounding with. <laughs> yeah. And it's very obvious at the time uh and in hindsight so (laughs) (laughs) um oh I just love this I love the concept of it because I think it's so it's something that I think it's a bad rap Mm -hmm. but I think if we if people communicate it can be fine yeah you know what I mean yeah that's my take on it so far
3: what about you pretty much right there with you I mean I think it's it's funny because people don't talk about it that much, but, like, everyone does it. Yeah. And yeah. everyone watches other people doing it. Like, not eye roll. It's just, like, you don't like that person. Like, yeah. like whatever. And, <laughs> like, um. but, I yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's, like, a normal thing that everyone kind of feels a need to do. And, like, if you're going yeah. through a hard time in your life and who doesn't want to just, like, Get laid and like not have any strings attached. Yeah, like, exactly. In or that just like moment, an attention like, from someone, like, yeah. you know. Oh like, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's like yeah.
1: fucking great to just have like a person that you text a little bit throughout the day. Yeah. Like yeah. that can be a fun thing. That, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um I do think that there is a danger for queer women specifically though, to Yes.
1: Whatever Mist- you're
2: gonna say, mistake yes. <laughs> <laughs> to mistake a rebound for for something yeah. more because, uh, like the stereotype, we're just used to used to moving kind of fast. So um you might get involved with something and think like, oh yeah, no, this is nothing serious, and then find yourself living in an apartment with them. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I mean. Which is yeah. fine, too. Like, I have... I would say, like, my biggest experience with rebounding has been in the last year. So, basically, I... Around this time last year, like, early July, I broke up with my girlfriend of, like, two years. And I... I felt fine, honestly. Like, it ne- it def- definitely needed to happen. Um, you were the one who ended it. I was the one who ended it. Yeah. And, uh, like just completely cold turkey like it yeah. wasn't even gradual it was just like we're fucking done I moved out it, yeah. that was that and then like I went through this job change right after that and like I was just feeling I just really needed like attention constant thing. you know yeah. I just needed something and I needed to feel like wanted and sexy and cool and whatever I was fucking bored too so yeah. I was just like whatever I like DM this girl on Twitter and she like you know she seemed interesting like she was yeah. she had like a really fun like Twitter presence she seemed very smart and everything, and she is, but um i we ended up like meeting and going on a date, and like I don't know, it just sort of like tumbled into this like relationship, and I was not entirely upfront with her about the fact that I didn't see it being long term uh-huh. uh I could have done a lot of things a lot differently, and that was something that I really have learned from. A lot about rebounding is that like you absolutely have to communicate up front. Like, listen, I'm—I kind of just really want to like go on dates, and I just really like the attention right now. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm all about. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she was, and and we also weren't on the same page as far as like being prepared for a relationship. Like, I had mm-hmm. literally like I think three and a half weeks. Yeah. Before had just. Did broken she know up. that? Though? Yeah, she knew that. I presented, I, if there's one thing I do, it's present my red flags. Yeah. I I never like
3: bring it up being like, Hey, by the way, I'm rebounding with you. But it's more like, it's only like late at night. Yeah. It's like, obviously (laughs) like, yeah, you say, yeah. Cause I said like, you know, I broke up with her three weeks
1: ago. Yeah. Like you, if someone, if you were dating, if you went on a date with someone and they said, I got out of a two year relationship three weeks ago. Yeah your immediate thought would be like
3: okay yeah
2: you know I, what i mean yeah. i would say like for every year that you were in a relationship anything within like the equivalent of one so like a two-year relationship anything within two months is like clearly a rebound clearly anything that starts that, within two
3: months yeah there's i feel like, like that, even six i was gonna even say six yeah for even me more. and now
1: i'm discovering it's closer to like maybe a year that i needed <laughs> or maybe seven
3: years yeah like yeah. whatever <laughs>
1: But yeah, I was like not, I was, I did not effectively communicate that enough, I guess. Like, I think I presented my red flags pretty fucking clearly. Um, mostly in the form of like me not wanting to really introduce her to my friends or... Right, yeah. Uh, I
3: feel like those are basically... And I
1: had just, yeah, like I just got of. I don't know, I
3: feel like that should just be Like, I lived assumed. in Williamsburg, like, yeah. come on.
1: Yeah. No one who lives in Williamsburg is going to be serious.
2: <laughs> so I...
3: Look, I don't, it, it just, it...
2: It just sort of Can I interject here? Yeah, though? I, please. Because I know what I, you're going to say. I watched this happen. Yeah. in real time. And <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking Sarah's clearly rebounding with this person and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But then you were taking it a little serious, like I, was, like
1: I was. Like I was doing the serious thing. <laughs> but, it was all fucked up. It was yeah, bad. I regret
2: okay. it. I, I was like a little bit skeptical of, like you. You were never making it sound like it was like a super long term thing, but you seemed like very comfortable with, like where it was and you were talking about like moving apartments and like maybe moving not like no no not, not I, for them but but the it would have been had, closer i was
1: like looking i was in a sublease and yeah. i like mm-hmm. knew i was gonna have to move and i was like working in manhattan again right. so like yeah i was sort of like out loud bouncing around the idea of like moving uptown right not for her oh, but wow. she happened to i know right believe me i was like being a <laughs> i complete, just rolled my eyes i know <laughs> no i i absolutely i wish we had one of those cheesy like 90s radio sounds every time someone rolls yeah. their eyes in this podcast yeah. because it's very effective because <laughs> you should be rolling your eyes at me for this. <laughs> and, like, in hindsight, it was probably wrong to, like, suggest that I might do that for her. And maybe she could think that, like, I wanted something more than I did. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, but, like... <laughs> yeah. But I was also, like... There were a lot of things that I did that suggested that I was in just sort of this, like, fuckboy mode at that time. Yeah. So...
2: Yeah. Anyway, but but I didn't want to say anything. Like when you mentioned that, in my mind I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's a big decision. Uh, yeah, to change your geographical no, location in like, New York." I
1: was sort of t- I was like thinking out loud about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, but never. But, actually but, but I didn't looking. want to say anything, and I didn't want. I mean, to, you should have. Well. <laughs> I'm just should, should i have no that? like I'm should you should you give your friends advice
3: when think, when they're rebounding i mean um, depending on how crazy they are yeah it's that, in that moment like i i feel like that moment when you have gone through a breakup is like the most you're horrible raw. but like also yeah. magical time ever where like yeah. i went through a breakup and the girl got engaged two months after we broke what? up, to like her other manager, I was managing her music career at the se- time, and he's like a 50 year old dude that lives in LA. And I just started Whoa. running around proposing to everyone all the time because I thought it was <laughs> funny. And I, and I did yeah. it recently, and it brought me back to like, when, like, when you go through that weird breakup, like, you're so heartbroken, but it's so fun because you it just are like, fun. fuck the world, nothing matters. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna go and be insane. And I'm allowed to be insane because yeah. I'm going through a breakup. Exactly. That's why my hair
2: is pink. This yeah, is exactly.
3: <laughs> it is, and
1: now it's a brand, so it has to stay that way. Yeah, it has to
2: stay. Uh, but but that was, yeah. that was the deal. Oh,
1: also, in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have. Uh, she like kind of invited herself to dinner with my parents. That's the other this thing. This is all getting, I know, I wasn't it's checked i I'm telling you, we're talking about rebounds. I'm here. not, I know, and <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about a rebound that, fucking that met your parents that you're had- now realizing was
3: not. I messed up,
1: yeah, like.
2: <laughs> Met met the parents when the girlfriend of two years never met your parents. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. And then this one did, and she and I, in my defense, she definitely Damn. invited herself. Like it was very awkward, and she like did the thing where she, I just felt like fuck. Now I have to invite her. Yeah, and and we're talking this entire thing from start to finish, like from meeting her for the first time to like bull raking up it was eight weeks. Like this is oh okay yeah. like. So fucking fast. Like, I had my period twice in this entire relationship. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too short. Yep. So, yeah, and then she... Yeah, man. Oh, man, it got so bad. And then I was just kind of like, I don't know if I like this girl. Like, yeah. I'm kind of like, eh. I was in this weird, like, you know, I I sort of reluctantly invited her to meet my parents because I thought, like, well, I kind of want them to know I'm okay. Because, like, I just broken up with someone after two years that yeah. they really liked and, like... I don't know. It was kind of one of those weird things. Anyway, that's how not to do a rebound when you know it's a rebound because when I finally did break up with her via text while she was out of town for her grandma's funeral. Oh my God. uh, For what? For her grandma's funeral, but there's also context there. It's a bit, I don't know. Listen, I'm not proud. You're trash. I am trash. Trash. This is what I'm saying. This is why it's an important topic and it's important for us to know when we're being trash and admit it. (laughs) and move on from it. I've already forgiven myself. She hasn't,
2: but <laughs> she, hasn't. she never nope. will. No, nope. but I like S- Someone's buying the movie rights to
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Her side of the story. She's a little dramatic <laughs> anyway. So, uh, <laughs> does she listen to this? No, she Oh, I doubt it. Okay. Um, she, she blocked me on Twitter, okay. which is I, See, think, I would. Like she definitely listens I
2: would that. say she definitely yeah. Oh, she <laughs> probably does. This.
1: And she and I'm believe me, if she know, like I am acknowledging that I was trash in the situation. Like, there's yeah. no, well, that should you know, fix it, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Well, so I, I think that's the thing too. When you're rebounding, that sometimes if you're in that mindset, you might be more of a jerk than you would be otherwise. Because oh, part 100%. of rebounding is being yeah. selfish, right? Right.
1: But I all, couldn't have been more selfish in that yeah. two month time period. Like, there's no, there's almost nothing else I could have done in that two months. Yeah. I also gave her the keys to my apartment. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> oh my god! But that was a, that was sheer. That was just out of annoyance of that having to. That was just because like, she asked. The, well, kind of, I mean, she kind of did, but like
2: that was because it was I'm, her birthday and you needed a gift to give yeah, her. And you oh put my god! In
1: thank God, I didn't date her <laughs> over her birthday. Thank the fucking Lord. Oh my god! Oh, it was such a nightmare. And then she, uh, yeah. Oh god, it was just, it was just oh not god. great. There it have was to really be some great. listeners who are
2: screaming right now. I
1: and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not like asking for anyone's fucking defense here. Like I know what I did. This is me admitting my crimes and atoning for them. <gasps> oh. And I learned a lot from that. So, really, it was just a really, it was a growth experience for me. And I'm I'm sure she's happy. I'm sure she's (laughs) fucking thrilled that I got so much out of it. That you grew out of her (laughs) at her
2: expense. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm sure she learned a thing or two in the process, but whatever.
2: Have you had an experience like that where you felt like you were being different with somebody because you, in your mind, you're like, this is definitely temporary than you would have been otherwise? Yeah, for sure.
3: But whenever I end up doing it, like, the second, I feel like, you know, I don't give them the keys to my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, I like, and yeah. um, I don't, they don't meet my parents, so, mm-hmm. like, it's usually, like, if they start, because <laughs> we you're V-bams, a normal, but, well-adjusted yeah. adult, and not a fucking sociopath, yeah. It's just, like, the second emotion starts to come out, it's kind of, like, let's, I, I guess I cut it off then. <laughs> oh, sorry. I cut it off then, I guess. Yeah. Um, cold turkey but it never gets to like i feel like no one's ever being misled and like yeah. you said if it's like i just got out of a three-year relationship and like they just got engaged and like moved across the That's country, wild. it's like come on like it's gonna take me like a year or so to like adjust to being a normal human being yeah again. totally yeah um so yeah i mean I'm i had so one fascinated other by I, had, that. I had a revisiting mm-hmm. rebound that was also rebound. like just like the past two breakups I had gone through. Yeah. We started hooking up after both of them. Oh, I love repeat offender. Yeah. It's just easier that way. You you already know certain things. You already know them so well. Yeah. We got along. It makes sex a little little, like,
1: you know, it's it's easier because you're not really, you know already. Exactly. You You don't have to like
3: have that awkward moment. It's like riding a bike. It's like after the first time you're like, oh, right. Okay. I remember everything about this. So, um, so that's been interesting. I don't know if there were hard feelings over that, I guess, but, yeah. um, cause that just ended cause I started seeing someone and just stopped, not stopped answering. It was just like, I wasn't like, Hey, you want to come over all the time? Right, yeah. So, right. and the other person I think just kind of, we've known each other for so long was like, Oh, she's probably like dating another girl now. Yeah. Like yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So I've kind that's of worked out. So. Yeah,
2: that's good to have like a, a rebounder in the wings.
3: Yeah, for I sure. wish that that. Yeah, why can't it just always be that way? I guess that's not really thinking of the other person. It's like, how come I can just like go out and date someone? Yeah, we break up. Yeah, and why can't I just come back and hook up with you for a little bit? I yeah. think that's fine. And then, yeah, I, I that's great. But, I, I unless, just did something like that yeah, yeah. for like a
1: few months, and it was it was, it was yeah. great. Like yeah. we're, we're still friends. It's yeah. good. Like I in that case, I was the. Uh, I guess the rebound E mm-hmm. because and she, a repeat offender and a repeat offender, wow. a bonus. So she just got, she, I knew the whole time that she was getting out of the, you know, like a yeah. five year relationship and like, we communicated a lot about where we were a lot. And like, we had a five year like friendship to build, like to go off mm-hmm. of, you know? So like it was great. And then yeah. she just decided she didn't want to do that. She didn't want that to be a part of our relationship anymore. So that's yeah. fine. And now yeah. we're fucking still friends. There you go. But the, but communication is key. Yeah. And yeah. the apartment keys. And that. Yeah. <laughs> and not uh yeah, and not doing other <laughs> stupid shit like introducing them to your parents. <laughs> Don't do that.
2: I feel like the odd one out here because Well, you, didn't you
1: marry your rebound?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did.
1: Which Which good for you cuz you'll want you want on that one.
2: Yeah. I mean, it w- it was hard though at the time knowing because, like, here I am dyeing my hair pink and just, like, making a, a lot of decisions that maybe normally... Not a lot. Of, I, I wasn't that... great Like, the pink hair might have been, like, the most drastic mm-hmm. thing for me. Uh, but the reason... Because I, I didn't even want to... It, it was so close to, to my divorce that I didn't want to rebound. I wasn't ready to rebound yet. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Cecilia seemed like a good option one because there were so many red flags Mm -hmm. uh about it that that I thought there's no way that this is going to turn into something else uh and then also I didn't think that she was my my type Mm -hmm. like I had never been with somebody not not like definitely physically my type but like Uh, I guess, like, personality-wise, I don't know. Just, like, some of the qualities I'd looked for in people before, um, she was very different than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Little did I know that was, that's, like, what I need to be happy. Like, like those were the traits that were missing from my past relationships. And those are the things that made me feel, like, really good and happy in a relationship, and not, like... I was suffering all the time. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, yeah, that was kind of crazy, though. But, like, at the time uh, when we started, I thought it, it was a rebound. And then she wanted to be exclusive. And then I started panicking a little bit. I mean, I said yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I started panicking because I was like, oh, no, I thought this was, like, just yeah. just a rebound. And, uh, you know, a- and I was being... I wouldn't say I I was a jerk. There was one thing I did where I just wanted to, like, assert that I was, like, still independent. And we had talked about going on a vacation together over the holiday break Mm -hmm. uh, because we would have both had time off work. But then she didn't know if she could get the the days off of work. So then I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just go to Grand Cayman and, and visit my best friend there. And she was like, what? Yeah. Like we were talking about we going on going. a trip yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it wasn't like certain that she couldn't get the, the right, days right, off, right. but instead of me trying to make it work, I was like, I'm just going to do Can my I own thing. Yeah. 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 And wrong move. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I didn't do it. We I didn't right. end up going, but, but it was like a weird thing where I was feeling like, no, 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 this is supposed to be like me being selfish. Right. Blah, blah. But obviously I would have been happier. And I was like going on a West coast trip with, Cecilia mm-hmm. then I would have been like mm-hmm. going yeah. by myself and like leaving her all alone like Aww. at the holidays. <laughs> yeah, yeah I
1: don't know I like I've, I I've found now that like my ideal now now that I've been single for like because I'm not I don't I, I say I've been single for a year because I don't consider that eight week thing to be like a thing for me like I'm not like I say she's an ex because it's easier but uh, it's just not
2: do you hear that I I think, I think she just like broke stuff in her apartment. I think, I think that was glass shattering in the distance. Oh
1: God, I'm trash. Um, Nobody date me. Uh, I, I have found now that my ideal role is to be other people's reboundee, but like totally knowing that, like I'm really good at like, like the people that I attract the most tend to be ones who are like just coming out of a relationship because I'm really good at like just being fun, you know, like. Nothing. Here's my her apartment key. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm telling
2: you, that was a fluke. My mom's in town next no. week. No, oh my God. Okay. So
1: that's the my the point of that story was that I've grown. All right. Okay, like okay. I don't do that shit anymore. And I say right away, like, hey, you know, I'm not really into anything serious. Yeah. You know, and like let's just like go on dates and like fuck and have a good time. Yeah. Like that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like yeah. that's what I'm good at. For a little while, and then they go back to their exes. Usually, so (laughs) I'm like, if anyone's looking for like a little thing before you eventually, obviously, go back to your ex, I'm your girl. I'm sure there's tons. (laughs)
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I see. I'm not good at that at all. And and even the idea now that I thought of Cecilia as a rebound for a while is like kind of silly because I'm what I've learned in my life is I'm not a rebound or casual kind of person. Yeah. Uh, I. I don't know. Like one time I was kind of rebounding with this woman and it was in college and I was like cat like very cat very casually seeing her. Um, but then there was somebody else who I was like really interested in, and and like wanted to actually date that other person. Mm-hmm. So I took this yeah. other person on a date, and then I was like apologizing to the person that I just had a casual thing. She's like, "I don't care," and I'm like, "No, but like I feel bad because like I don't want to take you out to dinner. I just want to take this other. Oh my I, God. I-, I was the worst. I was yeah. terrible. And I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. Like I, I feel- can't imagine you
1: like." doing a juggling thing. women like yeah oh my god there's no way like yeah. you would just go full larry david and make it so
2: fucking awkward <laughs> it, yes <laughs> and yeah. say
3: things, let's all go out together say, yeah like, exactly
1: yeah. like find yourself in these situations there's no way
2: i managed to get myself i, I don't know it, it was like i was single for a few months when my ex and i broke up for like a six month period or something mm-hmm. during college and uh So I started, like, casually seeing someone. Then I was trying to date somebody else. And then they went from seeming very interested to, like, very not interested. Uh, So then I was annoyed about that. So then, not on purpose, but I ended up hooking up with the person who the second girl's girlfriend cheated on her with oh my god does that make sense
1: yeah that makes sense yeah Yeah. so
2: it seemed like a really mean spiteful thing that i did was it of
1: court yeah did you mean to do that did did they not care
2: it wasn't uh i don't know i don't i don't
1: don't see you doing something like that intentionally i would do that but i don't think you would do that intentionally
2: It, it was like i was at this party and that happened to be like the one person who was like showing me attention and i was like oh should i not do this because this person yeah like yeah like there there's some bad stuff there and I was like, oh fuck that other person. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. If she didn't want to date me, then I'm gonna yeah. sleep with I'm like
1: uh how do you do you have do you ever have like crushes that you're sort of like nurturing at any given time on yeah. people? Like I'm i nope.
3: I've got like four going right now. Oh, I don't usually have that many. Yeah. I it's, usually it's just like month. let it destroy me and then start dating them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I know. I'm kind of like I'm a firm believer in the Instagram DMs. And that's where fun shit starts.
3: I like never even t- took that into consideration until recently. I was yeah, like, even never. my friends being like, oh yeah, like they slid into my DMs. I'm like, people do that? Oh hell yeah. It's Absolutely. like seems like people like, use that over like dating apps now. So
1: Yeah, dating apps to me are like uh, just a, a way to get you to my Instagram yeah.
3: profile. I just
1: put my handle in the thing. It's like I don't want to do it on this fucking app. Like let's just go to oh, the you know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Um and yeah, yeah. And then it goes from there. Uh yeah, I I don't know. Like lately I find myself like kind of not being into people who show me too much attention, which is unusual because I love attention. But, like, if you seem too interested in me, I'm I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I only like people who actively don't have time for me. And right. It's, it's kind <laughs> of, you know, what I do. But I'm enjoying, like, the the sort of, like, here like a little date here, a little date there, yeah. a little date there, that kind of thing. Like, that's kind of my thing right now. And I'm really worried about what's going to happen when I eventually do meet someone that I'm like, oh, I want to be exclusive with you because I don't know that I know how to do that.
3: They probably won't want to with you. Exactly. <laughs> you so never know. Yeah. Like maybe we'll, yeah. like you'll luck out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, hopefully, hopefully they reject me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'll be great.
1: That I can do. I'm like an old hat at that. It's fine. Uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think dating's fun. I think it gets a really shitty rap, but like
3: I have a good time. I don't know. It's Just like expensive and it is time expensive. Consuming. You're right. Yes. Especially yeah, like you're busy and it's like I could have done anything else with this night. I could have done anything, and including I nothing. Just like, which would have got like three drinks with someone I don't. I'm not interested in. After yeah. like one, like a sip of my drink, I'm like, this is not. When fun do for you me. know it's not? It's not going to happen. Ten seconds in, or it depends. Like if it's like a dating app, it's like immediately. Like I have like a yeah. very specific type. I I want someone that's shorter than me, and I'm five three. Oh So okay. it's already that's like that's I luck out. Yeah, and yeah. hinge now they make you pay for the height thing. So I've actually never dated someone shorter than me though. It's just really. Yeah. But um I think like once they walk in and then I'm like, "All right." But then I, if once you start talking to someone it could, but usually it's just Do you
2: have a preference that's like fem fem mask or fem word? I guess? Fem, okay. I usually like yeah, because because I think that's a different dynamic and we've talked about this like a little bit before where i feel like you know right away if you're attracted to somebody and you're like yep that's someone i'm i'm attracted to where it's like i could be like with my ex-wife like friends for a while and think like oh no i'm not attracted to this person i don't think i'd be attracted 20
1: seconds i figure it out yeah and
2: then like four years in i'm like oh maybe (laughs) i have feelings for you know yeah
1: no i'm like yeah. I literally I know that, instantly. That's yeah.
2: more common between yeah. two more femme-leaning women. That oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah. I don't yeah. know.
1: I I can usually tell if I'm interested in someone if uh, she and her boyfriend are having a great time out together because <laughs> I'm like oh straight girl is my type for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. No. I'm. Um, I uh, I don't know. It's hard because it, it is such a vibe thing and like I've gone like super off type before. Yeah, Purely from, like, a vibe. Like, this woman that I worked with, like, five years ago. Definitely not my type. Like, would never... I don't know. Just, like, you would never see us two, like, together. But there was something about her vibe that was Mm -hmm. so fucking attractive. So, like, that was probably the one instance where I've, like, sort of deviated from that. But in general, I usually know, like, right away if I'm attracted to someone. And it's, like... That's why the dating app thing is hard. Because it's so difficult to
3: really glean like yeah. that from texting. I've totally like been attracted to people that I would have never like, at, like half the time, but like I totally would have left it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's like, once you start actually hanging out with them in the real world, like just like meeting three friends, you're like, Oh wait, like I am. Cause there's so much other things that go into attractions. But when you, I feel like with dating apps, you've already established, it's like, all right, you think I'm cute. I think you're cute. Yeah, Yeah, and we've established that, so now we just have to talk and figure... I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like...
1: uh, Because then you go in under that pretext of, like, this is a potential romantic situation rather than just meeting someone organically, which I meeting people organically is not easy depending on where you are. So, I don't know. I have a lot of, like, mixed feelings about it.
2: Because I've only met people organically, I can't... To think about, like... Going on a date and not knowing, it, and like being trapped with that person over mm-hmm. a period of time. I don't know. That's like such a foreign, yeah, concept to well, me. Well, you have to go
1: in strategically. Never ever do dinner with someone on a first date. Mm-hmm. Only a, a drink. Yeah. Like say you are going to meet for drinks. Go somewhere that's like not too close to your apartment because you, you don't want to. You don't, don't want to seem creepy, and not so far away that it's like a nightmare to get home. Like make it easy on
2: yourself. See. That, like, already... <laughs> like, this is already
3: too much work. No, well,
2: <laughs> it... Like I would think that dinner is better because drinks, it's always like, oh, do we get another? Oh no, dinner's terrible because then you're committed to that process. But but, but it din- also
3: dinner
1: ends. that yeah
2: dinner en- that has like Oof, a very defined know, end time. Yeah,
1: I can end dr- you can end drinks though you can but oh oh and the, the other thing is I always have a that feels too confrontational. So I always drop mm-hmm. I like I like plant <laughs> I a seed person. of like I might have to leave this. You know, like yeah. I don't say I don't do anything open ended if I'm like if I'm like at all. uh Maybe questioning what the vibe's yeah. gonna be, I'll say something like, yeah. "Oh yeah, totally, we can do that." I I, I do have to like kind of go home a little bit early that right. night because I have, or I also have to be yeah. up early
3: the next day. I'll, or like, like you it. can just uh, most of the time when I'm having drinks with someone and it's not like it's not the vibe, it's mutual. Yeah, yeah so totally. they don't want to yeah. stay anyway either. They're yeah, kind of yeah. just yeah. like whatever. Like yeah. yeah,
2: I feel like you you have a great out of just being like, "Oh, I have rehearsal." Yeah, yeah. See, because if I nice. say I have a show, somebody could be like. Oh, I'll come to I'll it. I'll come to it. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I mean, not that okay. I'm ever going to be in this situation, but like right, in theory, right. in theory, <laughs> uh, yeah, that people would would just say, but but rehearsal, it's like no, they they can't go to that.
3: But they could also be like, "Where's your guitar?" Or like, "It's nine o'clock. What do you oh, mean you true. have rehearsals?
2: Yeah, it's nine o'clock questions.
3: That's and when what do the you Studios do? open? I don't know. Yeah, like, everything's at the studio. Don't worry
1: about where the studio is. Oh, that's like, true. I, I don't even go. have a studio, so
3: yeah, I guess I could do. They don't know that.
1: They do now. They listen. Oh my god. As far as rebounding, have you ever been in a situation where you were someone's rebound and you didn't quite know it and got kind of burned or I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, that's the shit that's a shitty one. But I don't date that much. Like I don't yeah. I
3: like I'll either go on first dates a lot and then be like this isn't the vibe, or like I'll date someone for like a couple years. There's not really that's any kind of my thing in too. between. Yeah. So
2: I I have yeah. been in that situation. Um so one when, when I mentioned that like brief period where I was single, the the last woman that I hooked up with, uh, I kind of liked her, but I was just a rebound mm. for her, and she just still had like hard feelings for that other person and wasn't yeah. over. And and I wasn't like I really wasn't looking for like a serious relationship, but then she had she was pulling a, a Carolyn here and like <laughs> feeling really guilty. About it and assuming that, like, I would be hurt by it. Yeah. And I felt like, like, I sort of knew the deal, but, like, I didn't know the extent of it. Yeah. Like, the first time uh, we slept together, actually, there were pictures of this other woman, like, oh all my over her wall. Wow. Yeah, no and then the next time I slept over, they were all gone. And I was like, Yikes. oh, okay. So I thought it was getting better. <laughs> oh my so insane. You
1: saw, you saw that as progress?
3: Does that mean she like literally just had broken up with the person? Like that had to be like within a week. Why would yeah. you still have like pictures up of the person?
2: <laughs> I don't know how. I don't how even serious keep serious like, they were. They yeah, someone. I don't know how serious they were, and uh, which might make it weirder that the pictures were up. Uh, <laughs> maybe they were really serious. Yeah. I don't know. But but that first Why time would she it have was you like over. If she had photos of her, it. We like it was a college party. Oh, okay. I was very drunk. It was a party where I was like very hungry and there was no food, but there was like a bowl of uh, spiked Jello, oh and my I god. ate it. Oh my god! Because I was hungry. That's
1: just the that's sugar and, and was like thing. All, Yeah.
2: Blacked out, of blacked course. out. But I remember I have like flashes of memory, and one was like seeing the the pictures on the wall. But like you know, she didn't know that I was coming home with her. Yeah. That yeah. night. Was, <laughs> oh,
1: that's so funny. Yeah. I've, I, the, the, the one, the, the one time I went off type and was, had a fucking life ruining crush on this, on this woman, she had gotten out of like a divorce, a recent yeah. one and one that she didn't want to get. Like it was, she basically got left and mm-hmm. I should have known because like she just blatantly had pictures of her all over the apartment, yeah. stacks of her mail on the kitchen table. And I was like, Oh, I'm sure she's over her. Like I, I completely <laughs> like every possible red flag. So that was one time I was in a position where the red flags were like being waved in front of yeah. my face all the yeah. time, but I was just choosing to ignore them.
2: Yeah. So again, like sometimes though, I feel like it's hard. Uh, there are a lot of like queer women who are like serial monogamous and they mm-hmm. go from relationship to, to relationship. So like um, my, my ex that I was with like through college and a little bit afterwards I was a rebound for her. And I like, and I sort of knew that, that she had gotten out of a relationship, but it was also like her high school girlfriend, you know? So I didn't think it was like that serious. I'm like, oh, she'll get over it. She was not over it. And like the first, like, (laughs) like three years later? Like the first whole year of our relationship was like me having to like, deal with her feelings for... Like, she just thought that her and her ex were going to be together forever. Oh, man. And she was, like, obsessed with her ex. Like, definitely was using me to make her ex jealous and I was fine with it at the time yeah. because I had a like low self-esteem uh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like yeah whatever I don't care I get to to be with this pretty lady so that's yeah. all that oh, matters God, yeah and, like I have a girlfriend uh,
1: we, at that age that is all that matters right you know yeah. and it's like oh it's so unhealthy to do that I made a
2: lot of compromises yeah. and then it was like she even like kissed her ex when we were together um and I broke up with her for like a month and then took her back and then uh <laughs> the the worst was like her ringtone when her ex called was blink 182s i miss you oh my God. No
3: how bad is that what does that ruin the song for you time time now period? can you even it listen ruined to it the anymore? song yeah that
2: sucks
1: it ruined the I song a lot of music ruined by people i dated yeah it's really unfortunate yeah i can't listen to any brandy carlisle anymore because of an ex which is a really gay thing to say yeah <laughs> but yeah like Randy Carlyle, uh, one entire Drake album. Um, Oh, who else? I know there's some other stuff. Uh, weirdly Billy Joel. I don't Hmm. know.
2: Well, (laughs) that might be for the best. I don't know. It just reminds
1: me of like a concert we went to or whatever. It was like fun, whatever. It's dumb.
2: I guess you'll get sad in grocery stores (laughs) occasionally when you hear Billy Joel. (laughs) Oh, I
1: also don't like, uh, Casey Musgraves because of the person I dated for two months. Yeah. Um, that I did all the bad stuff with, uh, including <laughs> creating playlists for each other on Spotify. Oh which we my absolutely God. Did. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm taking responsibility again. Uh, but hers, <laughs> the one that she made for me is like full of Casey Musgraves music. And now I'm like, I just think it's lame. I don't know. I just yeah. don't like it. I just associate it with people who take astrology. What was too seriously. On yours? Um, I, I don't even remember at this point. I didn't really, I kind of slapped it together. It was like, uh,
3: Billy Joel. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> uptown girl. Yeah. Um, I miss you by blink. When the one, the one I made for her, I
1: think had, I honest to God, I don't remember a single song I put on yeah. the one I made for her. Yeah. Oh, I'd had some, uh, like Chris Pirica and, uh, uh, I don't even fucking know. I don't think I put enough, a lot of, a lot of like time and effort into it. Um, the one she made for me had a lot of Casey Musgraves. I had like, a Bruce Springsteen song that I always skipped over. And then, uh, just some other like super, I actually had a few Beast Edwell songs on it, which is really funny. Cause yeah. we just had her on the podcast and she's awesome. But yeah. I was like, Oh girl, your <laughs> music is all over, but I'm sure, but her music specifically, I think is made for queer playlists that yeah. girls send to each other it's and then break up. So. Made, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: She, she's got songs for like every stage of a queer yeah. lady relationship. Yeah. Which uh, is which is great, oh, man. Yeah, Spotify playlist. Like, I sh- I
1: should just not ever do that again. That wasn't yeah. cute. No,
2: don't. knowing
1: I wasn't going to stay in the relationship. Yeah, I also probably shouldn't have asked her to be on the podcast either, but that happened too. She came so. on the podcast. You're giving yes, too much information. I no, Sarah. I'm. I, listen. <laughs> I'm owning my mistakes. Okay, I'm taking responsibility. I just like how this started with like rebounds, and I'm like, you're just telling us about your relationship. I know. <laughs> this is a lot of <laughs> so, but it was a rebound that like fucking blew up my face because yeah. i did everything wrong like You're i'm telling everyone here's yeah. what not
2: to do you know what i mean yeah it's a cautionary yeah. tale yeah. that's fair <laughs> that's fair so we've talked about uh how not to do rebounds uh <laughs> rebounding with people uh me rebounding with hair color choices uh <laughs> but but i think there are other ways to rebound from oh, something yeah. other than like people and I mean, sex and yes. for for you music
3: yeah yeah I would say that was probably the biggest rebound I've had. Yeah. Yeah. Because really I hadn't great. really made anything before that. Or like for like 10 years, I was, I like, when I, st- I went to Berkeley College of Music when I started there, I was like, I'm going to be a rock star. I was like 20 and I got there and realized like, it doesn't seem like you're actually very talented. Like everyone else here is like way more <laughs> talented than you, which I, I, I feel like I lucked out that I started a little older where I didn't actually get, get down on that. I was just like, What What were you right. playing there? Guitar, guitar, mm. yeah, really bad. Like acoustic or electric or both. electric. Who yeah. cares? I was bad. Yeah. It was just both so bad. Like <laughs> I didn't even know the difference. Like that's how, like I lost. I mean, I shouldn't say this, but like I joked that I lost respect for Berkeley when I got in. Um, <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> um, so once I got there and realized that I was not very good at singing or playing guitar or really anything remotely in that area, mm-hmm. um. I was like, well, what else? I want. I like the school, so I was like, what else do I want to do? And I started like producing other people's music, and okay. then got into music, and I did, picked up music business also. So I dual majored in that. And then when I graduated, I went into, came to New York, started working in the music industry, um, and then I met who was like one like the ex girlfriend that kind of started all of this, mm-hmm. um, and dated and managed her. She was also an artist. Or I wasn't an artist yet. I was managing her working in artist management, moved into label management. And then when that breakup happened, yeah, like, basically, like, I immediately, like, wrote this entire EP. Um, The EP's been out for, like, three years now. The album just came out earlier in – or late May. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that kind of all just, like, poured out of me. Yeah, I feel like that was probably the best – my best – yeah, that was the best rebound. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the way we
1: should be doing that. Like, the best (laughs) course of action – is not like, be to productive. is not to completely fucking ruin someone else's life, but <laughs> is to actually Turn what I should have something. done is Beautiful. just pour myself yeah. into creativity and like right you yeah you know which I feel like I'm much better with now. Like I'm so focused on like what we're doing with this and like you know like we have a writing project we're working on and like I I I think that is absolutely what I should have done. Is like the, the yeah. more work you can do on yourself as a result of a you know a breakup, whether you wanted the breakup or not. Um, the better. I mean, it's, that's the perfect time really to like pick up the yeah. pieces and be like, what do I want to do? Whether it's something productive and creative or if it's just fucking like picking yeah. up yoga, I don't know, like it's, do something. It's a great yourself. thing
2: for, for music and musicians, especially I think yes. that kind of, heartbreak obviously like so many of the the greatest artists have
1: entire albums that are clearly the result of a breakup yeah we wouldn't have any of Adele's music if not for breakups yeah Yeah. uh
2: yeah it it can force you to create so much beautiful stuff Where on the flip side if you do stand-up comedy and you go through a breakup uh people are just sad for you yeah
3: just from (laughs) personal
2: experience because I was like I'm not gonna Stop even though I don't want to get on stage right now. That's the last thing I want to do. I'm going to I'm going to go on stage. I'm going to talk about this. And I was I thought I was making it funny, but there's like a thing where
3: <laughs> people are like are you okay? And yeah, in order for yeah. people
2: to to laugh at something like divorce, they have to know like divorce or death or anything uh-huh. like that. They need to know that you're okay. Yeah. Right. And if you don't seem like you're okay, they can sense that. And then you've just made them really sad. Yeah. Uh, So you learn. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You learn. Yeah. But, but now I, I joke about being divorced and it's funny. We can all laugh about it and it's fine. Because because you have so
1: clearly moved on from, that's the thing. It's like, that's a part of the whole thing is like, you have obviously come full circle in every other way. Yeah. So now it's like, it's hilarious talking about your divorce. But yeah. it would not have been hilarious two years ago to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Um, and also another thing that was that's important to know, like going through breakups, is like take that as a time to like nurture your friendships. And to me, I just learned over the last year or so that I truly think that friendships are like the most beautiful type of relationship in my life and always yeah. have been. And especially if you might be one of those people who tends to spend a lot of time with the person you're dating and maybe doesn't spend enough time with your friends. Those people are going to be crucial when you're going through something shitty. So in the year, in the year since breaking up with my girlfriend of two years, I've repaired a, an extremely important friendship in my life that was sort of torpedoed by my ex at, you know, while we were dating. And that was a big kind of project too. And that's been great to like have that friend back in my life. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Just, like, the best way to go about it is to do the none none of the things that I said that I did, which are all true, and to, uh, I think, just, like, just get creative, take care of yourself. Just yeah. drink yeah. some fucking water, too, man. Like, stay hydrated. <laughs> For
2: I don't sure. Know. Especially
3: in this weather. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Great rebound advice. Yeah, thanks.
3: Finally. <laughs> drink water. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, do you see your, your ex's husband as, like... A rebound
3: or? Um, or? I think this person lives in survival mode and did what they had to do. Okay. Kind of, you know, like yeah. I would say, I think that there is an end thing that some people can run from. And like, if you don't ever figure that out, then you kind of figure out what's going to just get you by yeah, life. And then you can trick, and then if you're smart, which she is, you can just trick yourself into being like, no, that's what I want yeah Yeah. maybe it is Or it's like it doesn't matter who cares like it was like three years ago so it's like whatever they're gonna like go be doing what they they want to do but i don't think it was a rebound i think it was just convenience Mm -hmm. yeah and kind of stability i guess yeah they don't live here so that's nice that's good yeah (laughs) thank god yeah
2: and you don't have to like work with him in any capacity that's good
3: I'm so I don't even. I never. This. <laughs> I never really truly understood what he did anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the case with a lot of men in the workplace. Yeah. I'm like,
2: why are you here? What do you do now? Yeah. <laughs> I, I worked at a place where uh, I I asked if this one tall man was the. CEO and my friend was like, "Yeah, I figured that out after like a month of noticing that all he does is walk around with his golf putter in his hand.
1: Oh
3: god, and just
2: kind of like walks around what like kicking CEO his moves. his golf putter, just walking by people, not really saying anything. Just At looks the like work? yeah, it was like an open workspace, and he would just kind of walk around, just like surveying the scene, seeing what's uh, going on with but, a
1: golf putter. What yep. a fucking toddler! Oh, yeah, like, oh cool, really cool toy that you carry around with really you everywhere. You have a blanket too." <laughs>
2: Uh, no, but he had a, a tribal <laughs> tattoo around his ankle. So, of Oh, you did. there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's like the CEO no, bingo. You just got it. All the different factors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to retitle this episode to your ex's name, Sarah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so apparently you don't consider Everyone feel ex. free
1: to DM me with guesses and also drag me to hell for the shitty thing that I did. Please.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> Sarah loves when people guess about her personal life. Yeah. <laughs> but also include me on those because <laughs> <laughs> i like to be in on the secret. Okay. Uh it's time for our listener question. This comes from one of our Patreon patrons. Uh so some of you know that if you are a uh, a patron your questions go up to the top of the list. I'm 22 years old and am about to move across the country to start my master's program. I'm moving back to New York City Uh, after going down south to Louisiana for college. I've heard you guys say New York City is a great city to live in as a lesbian, uh, which is really exciting. Uh, As I pointed out, I just came out. I have zero experience with dating women. All my friends, both here in Louisiana, are super straight. It's beginning to stress me out, thinking about how I'm going to be able to seek out a queer community. It's something I'm really longing for so I can stop feeling so other compared to all my friends. I'm also really interested in starting to date uh, and just get experience with women, but I'm worried it's going to be hard to find women interested in taking a chance on me since I've never been with one before. I guess I'm just asking for any tips on how to break into the queer community in New York, make friends start dating. Um, I know you guys said that lesbian bars are pretty clicky, which is my own personal nightmare. So yeah. any advice would be great. So this <laughs> combines kind of a lot of questions that that we've gotten yeah, I mean, b- this is before, but I guess like...
1: Get, but like it's,
2: specific to New York. Yeah. Uh
1: i i mean i'm i'm telling you i i think start online honestly like there's there's like you can you can use things like bumble for friendship or like you know stating specifically in like a dating profile even that you're just looking for friends like in a social network yeah um yeah you don't necessarily have to like go out at bars and like try to approach people because that sounds fucking terrible so i also feel like whatever hobby you have there's like
2: a Queer group for it always. Like yeah. if you're into knitting, there's like a queer knitting group. I'm sure. <laughs> there are, <there's laughs> like definitely. like in New York, that's like a great any thing. sport whatsoever. Any sport, there's definitely. Which funny side note, uh Tiffany Caban, who just got the uh, district attorney yeah. for for Queens. Um, I was getting flyers about her and i was like oh yeah she sounds interesting i'm gonna vote for her but like something i was like she looks like kind of familiar but i never really gave it too much thought and then i got a flyer with like a different picture of her i'm like oh i know this person uh they used to play basketball and softball with my ex-wife like has been to our apartment multiple times i'm pretty sure i went to a yankees game with her with tennessee kaban yeah i just oh my god that's amazing i just never seen her outside of like sweats you know right, like, or right, like right. basketball shorts yeah. and whatever I always saw her in this You're like, other I recognize context. that pulled back hair that's the pulled back hair and it, like yeah I guess oh that's awesome yeah uh so it's like that picture of her in a blazer and so yeah, I yeah, just yeah. had never seen her that way but I was like yeah I I should have known, of course, she was a a public defender right. and all that stuff. So yeah. I got like, even though I don't talk to her anymore, but uh I wish did. that was very exciting. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I, I want to get her on the podcast. So
2: I, well, she's about to be very busy, but yeah. I, I guess maybe before yeah. the, the next election. Anyway, awesome. anyway, um, uh, uh, and her politics, that's yeah. also another way you if can If you are even, honestly, <laughs> though, like as far as
1: athletics, like if you're even remotely interested in sports yeah, look for like, do your, do your, your internet research, you will find some sort of queer uh, group for like anything. That's
2: how my ex made all of her friends in New York. Yeah, was yeah. queer sports. Thing. Have you made queer friends at least?
3: I don't have any queer friends.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of them. <laughs> you honestly. have two now. I have two now. <laughs> you do have two now. Um, I most well. I mean, basically all queer women that I haven't dated, I've met through this podcast specifically. So like, but I'll run into them. But I haven't developed any like actual real. Well, a few like friendship friendships of like hanging out consistently kind of thing. Yeah. But I, I like, I know everyone, but my network tends to be like, you know, straight people or like, you know, I don't know. I just, and I also, I, I guess I have a queer people that I work with and stuff, but.
3: A lot of people I know, like, I went to school with because at Berkeley, everyone either moves to like LA or New, right, York, or yeah. New York or like yeah. Nashville or something. And then yeah. I mean, you just start working, and depending on where you work, it's yeah. kind of like.
1: Yeah, I, I've met most of mine through like the restaurant industry of working.
2: Well, and this listener is going into a master's program, so I'm sure at your school they'll be. Absolutely. Don't don't ever try to make friends in a queer bar. Like I can't. Don't think. even go to the bar. Like you, yeah, I mean the bars are fun, but like ugh, don't don't go into it
1: with any expectation other than a, a tab at the end. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you're going to a, a like a college situation or you know like an educational situation, you're definitely going to meet people there um if your school has like a you know like some sort of queer student alliance type of club join that you know yeah. it's going it, to it's going to happen you're going to you're going to have a much easier time here than you think and as far as someone the way you put it, taking a chance on you because you've not been with a woman—that's not. You gotta give yourself
2: a little more credit than that, like. That, and also, everybody's a fucking gamble.
3: Everyone. Also, is a gamble. most people just like it's like that's like the challenge. Like, they're like challenge accepted. Yeah, like. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think it will be as much problem. No, as you it's think not a problem. And yeah.
1: you're gonna meet a lot of people who are probably in the same boat too. So it's yeah. totally fine. You're gonna be. You're gonna have a great time, and I'm really excited for you.
2: Where can people listen to your music and Anywhere. see you live? Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, all the places. Yeah. I, it's just Pronoun is the pronoun. artist's name. Yep. The album's called I'll Show You Stronger. Um, and it, all my socials are mus- at Music Pronoun. Great. Um, at Pronoun lives in um, Asia and has a really great life. The person that's at pronoun, because oh, I follow oh, them, oh, oh, oh. I follow her, and I'm like, man, my yeah. handle. But yeah, it's that music pronoun for everything. Okay. Um, I'm playing in New York on July 11th. I don't know when this is airing. Um, this will.
2: This should air before then. Yeah, crap. I'm going to be in Peru. Well, mm. I'll have to play again. Yeah,
3: please do. Playing I would love to come. Rough trade, and then I'm doing some dates with Taking Back Sunday. He's like what <gasps> of like, yeah. He's really? like Yeah, he's like I a pretty said. big one for me. So. Um, but that's like Chicago on in, in mid July. Um, we're doing the house of vans. It's a free event, but you have to RSVP. I yeah. think it might be I went like, to,
1: they, they did one of those uh, in Brooklyn last summer. It was so fun. Yeah. yeah. I've
3: never been to the house of vans, but I'm excited. It's it's great. Yeah. And there's like Norfolk, Virginia, Baltimore and, uh, St. Louis in September. I'll be with taking back Sunday also. That's oh, it for that's now. Awesome. That's yeah.
1: so cool. Yeah. Well, were I'm you,
2: like, a kidding. huge fan of Yes, that?
3: very much. <laughs> like, just, like, meeting and playing and performing with all your... What a dream. I know. It's like, pretty, so it's, cool. Cool. it's, like, pretty. It's kind of cool. It's We also opened for Andrew McMahon, who, like, something corporate, and, like, Jack's yeah. Mannequin were, like, huge for me. So, uh, yeah.
2: I... Yeah. Yeah. So, I was, oh, like, three Oh, my great. God. I loved... So I never saw him perform as mm-hmm. Jack's Mannequin, but something corporate yeah. when he like jump up on the piano Icon. and I just yeah. like mm-hmm. what a great performer. How crazy. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. It's
3: like pretty like surreal when like that stuff happens. Yeah. Wow. yeah.
2: I'm really glad your ex broke up with you and that me you started too. making yeah, music. Yeah. What, Definitely. what a beautiful, uh, circumstance. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having it's me. Been yeah, it's been great meeting you and talking yeah. about Sarah's love life. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm trash. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us at Diking Out everywhere. We have our Stonewall show last Monday of the month. Uh, if you want some extra content, uh, patreon.com slash diking Out. You can follow me at TGI Carolyn and also at Every Gay Susan on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Keep the submissions coming. Uh, they are great. Also, somebody tagged me uh, that there was a party last night I was too tired after my show to do it but it was a gay Susan uh, like dance party what? It was it was like a pride dance party called Susan. Oh my God! And and like had nothing to like. This the wasn't somebody, no. for cross
1: promotion there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I yeah. I mean, I I put it in my stories, but it blew my mind. I was and some some gay guy came up with it. I'm like, see, it validated my right, right. theory. Anyway, you can oh. find me at the Sarah York, and dike out with us again next week. Bye. Bye.